the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us these evenings, you know that we've been speaking about the latter part of chapter 3 in the book of Ephesians especially verses 20 and 21. I'd like to read these. I've read it every evening, and it's important to hear these verses. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. This begins at verse 14 in chapter 3. 14 and 3. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. These are powerful verses, especially verse 19. To know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. And Peter, uh, I'm sorry, Paul ends this portion of Scripture with a doxology. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Junie, what can we say? We've read this every morning. It's so, every evening, it's so powerful. And what's so important is verse 19 in the Amplified says that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourself the love of Christ. And it goes on, but it's beckoning us to come 
and experience on a daily basis the love of the Messiah. Yes. It's huge. And when we experience that love, it ignites a spark in us that creates a fire and that affects everyone around us. We become his witnesses because we can love where there is no love. We can forgive where there is no forgiveness. We can witness the resurrected Messiah because his life is being lived through his children. This whole portion of scripture, Juni, is is above human language. I mentioned that Paul added the word hooper in front of some of these words like abundant. He'd use the word abundant and then it would be hooper abundantly. Uh, I'm not saying in Greek. But the, the words had to be greater than human understanding. And isn't it interesting? Interesting. It, when you shall know the love of God which surpasses knowledge. You can't know about it. You have to experience it. You have to live it. You have to receive it because God has granted this to us. I remember a Jewish cardiologist came to dinner at our home. He didn't know the Lord, but his wife was a believer. And at the end of the meal, he looked at you and he said, I thought for sure you were going to be telling me and trying to prove to me that Jesus was our Lord or our Messiah or our King, and you haven't said a word, and you still didn't say a word, Shelley. And he went on to say, I have to confess, as a cardiologist, I've seen many people die, and people who have faith in the Messiah die differently. That speaks volumes. It's volumes because the person who was passing on to the world to come didn't decide that they would be a witness, but Jesus' life in them had them pass differently than people who don't believe. That's powerful. Wow, wow, wow. Today, we just want to focus on that language, you know, exceedingly abundantly, because this this typifies who God is. It's over and above what we think. And I encourage you, if you feel a struggle in your life, perhaps you have not taken advantage or, uh, or adopted that which God has granted to us. And I encourage you to read not just this portion, but the whole book of Ephesians. The first three chapters is doctrine, but the last three is the practical way of living out that doctrine. God wants to grant all of this to you, and he does it in an exceedingly abundantly way. And our part is to cry out to God to teach us that we might receive, when we're born again, all that he has graciously and and powerfully given to us in his life within us. So let's see how God uses this word abundantly. And in fact, Isaiah 55, 7 says this, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. He just doesn't pardon us for our sins. He abundantly pardons us. Psalm 37, 11. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. It's not just peace, it's abundant peace. 
Exodus 34, 6. Now the Lord passed before him, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. This is what he spoke to Moses as he was on the mount with God. It's abundant mercy and abundant truth. Paul was writing, Paul wrote uh, to Timothy, speaking of his past, that he was a former blasphemer, a persecutor, and arrogant. But he obtained mercy because he did it ignorantly in, in unbelief. And he wrote in 1 Timothy 1.14, And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with, with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. I, I, Junie, I see in this, I mean, I knew it, but I, I knew it even, I know it now more. God doesn't give us faith. He gives us abundant faith. God doesn't love us. He abundantly loves us. Everything with God is far beyond what we can think and imagine. That's and we don't deserve any of it, Shelley, because in the law it talks of sins of omission and commission, which means sins that we're aware of and we choose to do anyway, or sins that we're not aware of. And God abundantly forgives us when we turn to him and repent. Oh, yes. Or yes. he opens up the eyes of our understanding, letting us know what we've done. Jesus. Showing us. And when we accept that in God's eyes, we weren't living his life in and through our life, we fall on our face and weep and ask the Lord to change us, to transform mm. us, to sanctify us, and set us apart for him. Right. Amen. Amen. Um, 1 Peter 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Let's see how he uses the word exceedingly. Um, Exodus 17.2 To Abram, I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Second Chronicles 1.1 Now Solomon, the son of David, was strengthened in his kingdom and the Lord God was with him and exalted him exceedingly. Again, God... You know, we have a picture of God, but it's not enough. God is greater than what we think is great. It's another realm that God is calling us into to live like that constantly. And, you know, Shelley, our Jewish people as a nation don't accept Jesus as their king, as the son of God and Messiah. But I'm listening to you read these scriptures that are from the old right. covenant. Yeah. And that's what Jesus said. I've come to fulfill what was Hallelujah. written yes, about Lord. me. Yes, Lord. Open the eyes of the understanding of our listeners, Lord, Thank to see you, Lord. that the foundation of our faith, the foundation of the new covenant is in the Old Hallelujah. Testament. You ready for some more Old Testament uh, verses, Junie? Psalm 68, 3, but let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Hallelujah. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. Yes, Hallelujah. Lord. God doesn't do things 
just to get by. He does it exceedingly uh, unbelievable. Psalm 119, 167. My soul keeps your testimonies, Boy. and I love them exceedingly. Second Thessalonians, New Testament, 1, 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of everyone of you abounds toward each other. John 10.10 10. The thief comes only to steal, rob, and kill, and destroy. I came that they might have life and might have it abundantly. Yes, Again. Lord. So it's not just Old Testament. It's not just New Testament. It's God. And one more, 2 Corinthians 9.8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. Thank you, Lord. How can we do, how can we, what can we do with God but love him and follow him? Thank you, Lord. This being Friday, we want to identify with our Jewish kinsmen and say the Shema. And if you know it, please recite it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. I want to thank you, Lord, for this week of calling us to live the abundant life, your life that's in everyone who's born again. Open the eyes of yes, our understanding yes, moment Lord. by oh, moment hallelujah. to live by your spirit, in your spirit, and through your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your, you are an abundant God. You do exceedingly more than we could even ask or think. That's the kind of God we love and serve. May we continue to do it fervently in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.